Welcome back to Tap That Easy Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walters. Shout out to my sponsors, Goodfellas Merch in Glendale. They're the go-to screen printing company in Arizona. They specialize in clothing brands in the music industry, but they do other things like podcasts and breweries. So if you need some screen printing done, go see these guys. Owners Joe and Tiana run a fantastic company, amazing team, willing to go above and beyond to ensure that you have a phenomenal experience with them like I did. And they do so by working with local companies as much as possible, from their equipment to the garments. So if you need screen printing, check them out. Goodfellas Merch, goodfellasmerch.com. Not double Goodfellas Merch, just goodfellasmerch.com. <laughs> you won't be disappointed. Tell them, tap that AZ sent you for free screens on a first design printed with them until the end of November. So stay tuned after this episode, too, to see how you can be part of a live podcast. In this episode, I actually sit down with Greg and Kyle from 24-Hour Hops in Maricopa. If you're like me, you love this time of year, right? Beautiful weather here in Arizona, tons of events, and of course, fresh, wet-hopped beer. But these guys are trying to change this wet-hop thing from a one-time-per-year thing to a year-round thing. There's one thing that hops really love, and we've got plenty of that here in the desert at Sunshine. So I've had both beers that have been made by these hops, and let me tell you, I was impressed. And the brewers that use them, they were impressed as well. So let's tap into 24-Hour Hops. All right, so I'm at SunUp Brewing. I'm here with the guys from 24-Hour Hops out of Maricopa, right? Yep, Maricopa. I went down to visit you guys a few weeks ago. Um, what is that, about four miles north of Tucson, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's only one connecting flight. One connecting yeah. flight. So yeah. there is a direct... Oh, okay. Yeah. I was, I, I was yes. trying to find a direct <laughs> flight. but flight, but uh, Yeah, well, guys, thanks for, thanks for joining. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're super glad. excited to be here. You guys want to introduce yourselves? We'll start with, uh, with you right here. Yeah. My name is Greg Stelzer. Uh, I'm with 24-Hour Hops. I'm one of the co-founders. And we've just had our first harvest that we'll be talking about, and we'll talk about our second harvest coming up. Beautiful, beautiful. Sure, I'm Kyle Stelzer. I'd like to say I have a fancy title, but more or less I'm just a day laborer <laughs> with 24-hour hops. Uh, so, yeah, and, and I'm, uh, I'm family with Greg. Gotcha. Great. My name is Rand Miller. I am a home brewer who has used the 24-hour hops in a batch of beer. Uh, nice. Okay. Beautiful. Beautiful. And um, we got another gentleman over here. Yeah, I'm Uwe. I'm the brewmaster or primary fermenter at Sunup Brewing Company, and we had the pleasure of brewing with uh, 24 hops, wet hops. Nice. Nice. The Uwe is the man behind the legendary Russian uh, white Russian imperial stout. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's one that's been uh, brewed for quite a few years, going back to my old homebrew days, actually. Ah, nice. We're going to talk about that coming up in, a, in another episode, um, and he's going to give us a crash course on, on the Russian Imperial Stout, too, right? Great. Yeah, well. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So how, how did you guys get started, and in, in what makes you decide right. you're going to build a wet hot facility in the middle of the desert. Oh gosh. I don't even think we would, if you would have told us we would be here now yeah. back then we would have no no clue. So yeah. about what 3 years ago we were actually at Wilderness and we were having one of their wet hot beers and it wasn't an intent. We just happened to order it and we were kind of just hanging out my dad and I and uh it, it, the beer really sang to us. We really liked it. It had a real nice fresh citrusy taste that we weren't expecting, frankly. Okay. Uh, and we started Googling about it, and it was, you know, we learned that, one, it's only available uh, once a year, and two, that it's 
that it's kind of a new a new niche and we're like man that's cool and i wonder if you know we we kind of went crazy we said i wonder if we could grow our own hops and like like most new wild ideas that started in our garage and always so, does right yeah whether yeah. it's beer right. math whatever <laughs> yeah. yeah we skipped that meth phase yeah. well good, we have a, a two-car garage so it's just, you know one half anyway goals, half yes. math, half. anyway so we, we we tried it and it, it went all right frankly we did okay it wasn't like a home run and we yeah. thought man uh maybe it's time to pull in some we just kind of got we're, we're the type of people that that you know, aren't really afraid of a challenge and aren't really afraid to ask for help. And so next thing you know, we were at University of Arizona working with some of their experts uh, and they did a grow for us and the results were good. Again, uh, they weren't like the home run where we're like, man, this is a, you know, closed deal, but, but it was good. And we, that was encouraging for us. Yeah, it was, it was, how'd really you make nice. that connection though? Like, how does it, that was a big leap from we were in our garage and then University of Arizona was helping us like, wow, well, that's, well, a, I'm from U of A. A. And oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. So I went to U of A and Kyle went to U of A. So you guys so, have some connections there? Yeah. So yeah. we just looked into it and we know that they have a really strong agriculture department and gotcha. especially in indoor hops, oh, right. indoor growing. Is gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Levels of expertise. And so yeah. we're like, oh, they're right here in our backyard. So we just went down and contacted them and they were pretty open. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. And, and this doesn't, this doesn't exist in, in Arizona, right? This, uh, nowhere around the world. I mean, really? there's wow. a lot of people that know about growing plants indoors and there's a lot of people that know about growing hops outdoors ah, and gotcha. you can uh, search the internet far and wide we, we sure did and we'd love to hear if somebody has a ton of experience because that'd be helpful yeah <laughs> but uh they yeah this is a big challenge for us because this is the first time that we've been able to find anywhere in the world that we're going to be able to offer wet hops off season wow so we did our first grow and that went really well our yield was a lot more than we expected which is nice and then we just started our second grow but yeah, it's kind of been an evolutionary process getting to where we're at. Yeah. Do you guys have a, like an agricultural background at all? Like even just like hobby? Like you grow tomatoes in the yard or anything, Greg? Yeah, I mean, we grew, <laughs> I mean, I grew little stuff, but I wouldn't okay. say I have an agriculture background. But yeah, you yeah. know, tomatoes, basil, stuff like that a little bit. But uh, nothing super complex besides, you know, just a lot of plants and trees. It's just more, it was one of those things where you don't know you're in it until you're really in it. So it was just start off small. It's like, hey, let's go ahead and try this. And then we looked into it and then just set up this system in our garage, like Kyle said, and, you know, did some stuff with hydroponics and got that going. And they're like, oh, okay, we think this can work and just kept going down that path. Yeah. All to try to see if we can grow fresh hops. And plus, I particularly really like the challenge of something that, you know, when we researched it and said nobody's ever done it, then it's daunting on one hand but on the other hand you're the expert because there are no other experts yeah so there's you can say i mean either, either the dumbest guy in the field or the smartest guy in the field so we just yeah. took the smartest guy in the field <laughs> so yeah so we that's the route we went and learned the a empty lot. field but yeah empty we, yeah, field. yeah it is, well that's hey, a schwarzenegger quote right he always said that people always told him you can't do and no one's ever done that he's like well i'm gonna be the first one then I right that's you guys yeah there you go. yeah so we're that's super awesome. excited especially to be in arizona and do it because there's a strong community here, not only home brewers, but craft brewers. Yeah. I mean, working with SunUp's been fantastic, and meeting the people, is, it's just been good for us. So Yeah. It's kind of crazy how things work out, too. Um, I was I, I had heard about you guys or came across your page um, maybe a few days before you initially reached out to me. Sure. Uh, um, it was a, a home brewer, uh, Marcus Pena, and uh, 
he was he came out for your first harvest, I think. He did. Uh, yeah, and that was it was just cool seeing that. I'm like, this is in Arizona. Like this is it's beautiful, like just the green and uh, yeah. yeah. And we encourage all the home brewers, all the craft brewers who are listening in. We have a what we call a self pick day, and it's going to become a tradition, no doubt. And you can come out, and we'll, we'll welcome you into the greenhouse. You can walk through. Uva was there, uh, and you can pick your pick your hops right off the bind. You can crack them open, smell them, uh, and then you drive right home. And, and you know, if, for the planners that are listening in, they already have their brew ready and yeah. plop in. I mean, it's like unbelievably fresh. Yeah. Save a couple thousand bucks flying up to Washington yeah. <laughs> or Oregon. Right? You don't have true. to go to Yakima yeah. to, uh, <laughs> to see true. it. You know, that is true. Think, think of the money you save. So you know, uh, quick plug for our website. You know, if you if you log on to 24hourhops.com, there's a place to enter your email address. We'll be posting updates through all the socials, Instagram, Facebook. But if you want it pushed right to your inbox, you can sign up for that. We only do one email a month, and you'll get, get it plopped right in there. Hey, you know, right now we're expecting our second harvest to be late December, early January, around that time frame. Okay. Uh, more details to come, but that's that's the way you would get to know it. So, yeah, so yeah. just like you got that experience, Eric, uh and Marcus did as well. Uh, we love we love having the local community come out. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. I loved going there. Like I, I, I took like probably a thousand pictures of, <laughs> and, it, and my wife's looking at. It, she's like, "That's the same hop." I'm like, "No, it's not. That one's different. That one's yeah. you know." Look at the angle on that. But uh, but it's beautiful in there. I mean, and and it's amazing that you can keep hops growing in a climate that changes from 115 to you know the 60s in the winter, and you can keep that control that environment. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big thing that we, uh, you know, we've learned how to do um, to grow hops when it's that hot out and keep them going as well as in the cool. So that's one nice thing Arizona has is we have plenty of sunshine, which the hops like. And so that's where, you know, we have uh, why, it's, why it makes sense to go in Arizona yeah. is because all year round what we have is a lot of sunshine and yeah. the hops like the sunshine. They use the photosynthesis to continue to grow. And then since we're in a greenhouse, we can control that temperature. Uh, in the winter, we can heat it. In the summer, we use uh, some cooling to keep it just right so that they like it. And, yeah, we've had a really good experience, and we're really looking forward to seeing how they do on this next next grow. Yeah. Uh, expect good things. Well, that was cool when I went there, too, was how you were explaining to me, like, you're figuring shit out as you're going, right? <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, I think that's how this is going. We're, we're learning this. Now we're learning this. And uh, it's it's just cool that you guys are, are learning on the fly and putting so much work. I mean, you got to do the research, right? But as right. I saw when you guys were down there, you got to work your ass off too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we make a lot of mistakes. That's one yeah. thing. You know, the only way I know to, you know, succeed faster is to fail even faster. Yeah, so we true. definitely say, oh, that didn't work. Let's try this. And we're constantly running experiments because, like Kyle mentioned, nobody's really done it before. And so, yeah, yeah we definitely have learned a lot. And there's still a ton to learn on this next grow. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, I mean, we're pretty proud of it. I mean, we... The, the goal from the onset was to grow the world's best hops, and we've got a lot of levers to pull. Yeah. So because it's not, we're not dependent on Mother Nature, we get the, the op- opportunity to you know, pull the humidity lever, the temperature lever, the nutrient lever, and, and really, you know, as kind of like a maestro, you know, choreograph it all yeah. so that when you guys either come and pick it or on, on our website, you can order them and they'll ship to your house, to your door. Nice. Uh, so, so you're going to be getting kind of like maniacally cared for uh hops it's <laughs> a good way to yeah. put it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um how did you choose like how did you choose which hops like you're gonna you guys are gonna grow 
So we picked the hops that um, we thought home brewers and craft brewers would really like. We stayed with a lot of the popular ones just because um, we know that a lot of people haven't brewed with wet hops. And so if they knew the hop and they were familiar with it, then we thought it would be easier for them to make the transition to a wet hop and they know what type of flavor. So we picked Cascade, Chinook, Columbus, and then we went on the limb and kind of did a, a native one called Neo Mexicanas. Uh, um, Amalia was the brand that we used. So we did those four. Um, but the main three are the Cascade, the Chinook, and the Columbus, um, just because home brewers usually know those. Craft brewers, of course, know them. But they're also kind of a sta- set of stable crop, uh, okay. stable hops. Gotcha. That, nice. And, and as a home brewer, Rand, yeah. uh, you were probably pretty excited to... Oh, I was totally excited to find out that I could get some local, you know, grown wet hops here. I started homebrewing in Colorado, where it was a little bit easier to get them there, and uh, had some friends that had done some wet hop beers and then moved down here and was like, okay, great, I'm leaving Colorado to come to Arizona. Let's see how my brewing's going to take off or diminish either way. And then I had uh, info about the wet hops coming out of Maricopa, and a friend of mine went down to the Pick Your Own Day, picked some of the hops, and I put them into the first batch that I've ever done. It was an IPA. And it came through pretty nicely. Yeah. And then uh, can't wait to do the next one coming up in the holiday season and have all the family in, try try the, the only wet hop homebrew, hopefully, up where I live in the north side of Phoenix. Yeah, nice. Where, uh, that's where I live, too, so I'll be over. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm way north. <laughs> like, how far north? Anthem. All right, I'm a little south of Anthem, about 10 minutes south. Of, I'm done by the USAA building. So, so yeah, Maricopa I'm, really was a trek for you when you came that out. Was, it, that it was. It, long, it really long was, way, yeah. I tried, I tried to get a flight out of Deer Valley, but, uh, <laughs> was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so did you notice a difference? Because uh, you said you haven't used wet hops before? This was the first time that I had okay. used them. Okay. Um, but uh, I had a lot of background in kitchens through my youth and learning that, and I was kind of thinking of it as uh, – I tell people now when I've used them and say, you know, it's like cooking with dried herbs versus fresh herbs. Yeah. You know, the dried herbs are going to give you a little bit more pungency and a little bit uh, more punch to it. But the wet hops are just such a clean, just raw, delicious flavor to go with. And uh, putting them on on the uh, tail end of a fermentation with a IPA, it came through really nicely. Yeah. Good flavor, great aroma, and not too much of the bitterness that can come out with the the dried side of things. Um, And it was fantastic. We killed that pretty quickly yeah <laughs> nice. so what well, kind of explain then to uh, like what what exactly is like dry hopping wet hopping like in, where does that happen in this in the uh, process well dry hopping's probably a term that's kind of used more as a technique okay. nowadays especially with wet hopping becoming what it is um i've always learned of dry hopping as kind of adding your hops to the beer after it's fermented after you've already done your boil additions and your okay. flavors there so now you're using it just kind of give it that little cheese on top of your spaghetti so to speak and uh wet hopping is pretty much the same thing it's just using wet hops versus a dried whole cone or a dried pellet hopped in in that situation so i've got my five gallon carboys and uh, have my beer fermented in there and when i was going to do a dry hop on this one it was going to be you know purchased dried pellets and then i found out that we had these and i was like you know what i'm gonna take some of my friends and put them into a batch of beer and try the wet hops and Kind of pretty much the same procedure as before. Just let let the hops sit in there and infuse into the into the beer. Okay. And the flavor just was amazing coming out of it with their hops. It was it was a great beer. We killed that pretty quickly. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So when you're doing the wet hop, how is there a certain technique that you use? Is is it difficult to to do that? No, it's not really difficult. I mean, it's you're adding an addition of spice or hops to the beer. Um, when I do it, I just put them right in on top. 
Um, I know some people that I've worked with uh, doing homebrews before, they've put them into a muslin bag. Um, one thing that a friend of mine was saying is he's like, you know, if you ever get in a situation you don't have them, go into your closet and raid your mom or your wife's pantyhose drawer, cut one of those off, sanitize <laughs> it off, and it's a good uh, it's a good strainer bag to, to put the hops into to kind sure. of keep things a little bit cleaner and easier to go with. That could cause some kind of un, uh, unintended uh, weird flavorings. situations. If the wife sees you walking out of the closet carrying a set like of pantyhose, wife. she might look at you a little funny and then well, uh, you get the, the pair of scissors and cut them down. She might she might think she know, you know what you're doing. I, well, I think I think the wife would be okay. I think it would be the mom that would be the weird one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I know growing up, mom, mom caught me and a friend using them to pretend we were burglars running around the backyard playing that, guns that, back that in the day. True. So, yeah. you know, she might just think, oh, boys will be boys. You never grow up. <laughs> but uh, Linda, isn't he 34? Yeah, that's all right. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, those hops are beautiful, too. I, I don't know how many I made you break open. Remember that? Yeah, so I could I get do. like a good, I like, do. slow-mo video. I, I'll be honest with you. I was just doing it just to watch it. Like, I wasn't even using the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all in the thumbs, you know? It's how you tear that thing. You it's have definitely. a technique down, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> But and and so when you do that, like what what were you looking for? Like what were because I knew you were looking for specific ones for me. Yeah. To take video so um, what you do is I was looking for the lupulin, which is the yellow. So when you tear open a hop, you see this this yellow uh, pollen that's actually in there, and it gives it a lot of the flavor. So I was looking for the color of the lupulin. So it should be yellow, kind of a little bit um, darkish yellow, not super bright, but. Okay because that's when it's nice and mature. And then you can take it and then uh, you feel for the oils. It's a little bit sticky. You want that. And then you want the, uh, the smell. You want the smell and hopefully a nice ripe one. It's, um, you can smell the, you know, like if it's a cascade, you kind of look for that citrus okay. type smell and, yep. you know, different, different smells and different. And if you can get that, then it's like, yeah, it's pretty much a good to go. Yeah. type of situation so. now you said too because when i was there you had you had already had the um the pick your own day right yeah that was over yeah i think you're a couple weeks late but then after like i was it just recently maybe the last couple of days where there's like nothing there now correct yeah, yeah like yeah, i saw i was to... like is that a before like before you guys started because <laughs> no, we had like... to cut them all down we had to cut them all down and that's uh, one thing that we're super excited about um not cutting them down that's always yeah. tough <laughs> that's a lot of work yeah. but um because we hand pick the the hops, um, they don't all come mature on the same day, right? No, yeah. no plant. There's very there's um, variation among the plants, and there's variation within a plant. Okay. So because we pick um, by hand, we we pick the ones that are ripe. You can just tell by looking at them, feel them. They're a little crinkly, you know, when they're okay. ripe, and um, that allows us to spread the the pick days out over over weeks. Um, and which allows the brewers to be able to brew right when they want it. Because as soon as we pick it, we take it and we put it in the mail and ship it out. Yeah. So within 12 hours, it's, it's being shipped, nice. which is cool. So then, and we can do it to the brewer's schedule. So gotcha. that variety, that, that's helped us a lot. Absolutely. Well, and, and not, not only good for home brewers, right, but we've got a gentleman here that uh, put it up on a larger scale, right, uh, Uwe? <laughs> yeah, uh, that, was, that was a great discovery, and we were just very happy to be the first ones really to do it on a commercial basis using Arizona-grown, hydroponically-grown hops in a commercial setting. Yeah. And uh, that was awesome. That was just a great experience. It was, it was, it was kind of popular, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sold um, out within hours or is it like actually pretty quick? The hops, yeah. yeah we, uh, I went down there to pick the hops. And they helped me. Yeah. So because I wanted more than most of the people got there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we had enough to do about two kegs worth uh, on the first, first day we picked over there. Okay. And it was in the beer about an hour and a half later. As long as it takes to drive from Maricopa back here. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, get a keg clean and put it in there. Uh, we were lucky we had some freshly fermenting IPA on hand and just racked it right on there and was in the hops immediately, hour and a half later. That's yeah. the freshest I've ever seen or heard of. Were you pretty excited about it? I was very yeah, excited about I it, tell. yes. <laughs> his face. I wish there was a video right now of his face. He was like, yeah, that was awesome. So, And what did you, what did you put it in? It was an IPA. Now, oh, we actually did a combination of hops. We had to kind of see what was ripe and how much ready to harvest and how much they had. Okay. So it was a combination of Chinook, Cascade, and Columbus. Oh, gotcha. So okay. those three hops. They, they complement each other to begin with. Yeah. And it was just a great aroma. It's just beautiful. It smelled great in here. <laughs> it was delicious. So when I, when I left the, the farm, um, I'm like, well, I got to stop. I got to stop in and, and try this beer. I meant to try it before, but uh, I kind of slacked on that. But I'm like, all right, I got to stop. I got no excuse. It was fantastic. Like, it was really good. And now we got the second one here, right? This is a, this is a different one. Yeah, this is a pale ale. So uh, about a week later, Greg co- contacted me and said, uh, well, we have some more hops available. Would you be interested? And I said, yes, please. How much do you have? And so I will have he wasn't all. quite sure exactly how much he was going to be able to harvest. I said, I'll take whatever you have. Yeah. So it turned out to be enough to make about five kegs of beer. Nice. We had a batch of pale ale going already fermenting, and we ended up splitting this batch into two different parts. We took one part and dry hopped it with the wet hops, yeah. Um, to create about five kegs of the Hopaponic Pale Ale. Ah, uh, Hopaponic. Yeah, we I like, that. like the name. Oh, it's a great <laughs> name, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it matches like so many checklists, right? If you had checklists, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, well, well, that's awesome. So, um, how how long do you think this is going to last? If you had to predict, if you were psychic, Uva, maybe a couple weeks. A couple now. weeks. All right. Yeah. So people gotta they gotta. I don't know if this will be out in time for that, so just keep an eye out because you'll keep making more of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, obviously, you can only get it at the pub here. Yeah, you know? yeah, gotcha. It's not enough to distribute anywhere. Gotcha. Beautiful. Guys, thanks for joining. This, is, this has been awesome. Um, website again? What's your website? 24hourhops.com. If you guys have any questions, we've got people on, on our – we actually have a home brewer that's on our staff, and he can answer detailed questions. We've also got the upcoming brew or harvest times. You guys can sign up to our website. And then obviously Facebook, Instagram, uh, 24 Hour Hops, uh, all, the, all the good stuff that you need to know. Gotcha. And plenty of pictures of tasty, beautiful looking hops. Yeah, they are too. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I have to cut my thousand pictures down to about <laughs> 10. So, uh, so that'll be difficult. But uh, yeah, and keep an eye out. Um, there's going to be more and more, uh, hopefully more and more breweries here in Arizona that are going to be using these hops and making delicious beer. So, beautiful. Yep. Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Aaron. Thank, Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening to the show. Keep an eye on these guys. Big, exciting things coming. Also, tap that AZ Patreon page is up now at Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash tap that AZ podcast. Take a look when you get a minute. See how you can be part of this, including a tier that includes coming to a live podcast recording. So everything from early access to the interviews and merchandise like shirts and stickers, being in the Tap That AZ Patreon tribe allows you to join along on my journey to make Arizona a craft beer destination. So go check out the page, patreon.com forward slash Tap That AZ podcast. See what you think. 
As always, your support is always very much appreciated. Always remember, stay awesome. Estoy tan enamorado de la negra Tomasa y cuando se va de